Welcome to Soul Wisdom Transitions, the podcast that explores the spiritual and emotional transitions that shape our lives. I'm your host, Terry, and in each episode, we'll be diving deep into the stories, insights, and messages we have all received over the course of our lives. I call these messages our PTS, post-traumatic stories. During each episode, we will explore how to identify our stories, when and how they started, and most importantly, how to change our reaction to our triggers into a response that will enable us to experience the outcome we desire. From navigating grief and loss to exploring new paths of self-discovery and growth, Soul Wisdom Transitions is your guide to overcoming life's challenges and triggers with grace, resilience, and authenticity. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of discovery and transformation. Greetings, everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. I know for many of us, we are kind of glad to see 2023 in the rearview mirror. And for myself, it really wasn't too bad. Looking forward to starting again and seeing what 2024 will bring us. And what I'm My mantra for at least the first few weeks of this year is let's all manifest more in 2024. So we'll be exploring that more as we go on through the year. But I want to welcome my seekers of truth and wisdom to Soul Wisdom Transitions, where we embrace the magical dance between the mind, the body, and the spirit. This sacred space is dedicated to guiding you on a soulful journey of self-discovery personal growth, and spiritual awakening. Get ready to harness the power within as we embark on a transformational odyssey towards more enlightened and fulfilling existence. Open your hearts and minds, for the wisdom of the soul awaits. Let the transition begin. So here at Soul Wisdom Transitions, we explore the various stages of personal transformation, spiritual growth, and getting comfortable with connecting to and listening, more importantly, listening to our soul wisdom. I am your host, Terry, and since this is our first episode of 2024, today we're going to start by taking a look at New Year's resolutions as opposed to New Year's intentions. The difference between a New Year's resolution and a New Year's intention lies in their nature and approach. A resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something, often with a specific goal in mind. It tends to be more action-oriented and outcome-focused. On the other hand, an intention is a guiding principle or mindset that shapes your actions and decisions. It's less about a specific goal and more about the way you want to approach life in the coming year. Intentions are often rooted in mindfulness, self-awareness, and personal growth, focusing on the journey rather than the destination. As you can imagine, I lean more one way than the other. Can you hazard a guess? Yes, for me it's intentions. And we're going to take a quick look at how to best determine which is right for you. Some of us really resonate with setting resolutions, having goals, and following the plan. Others, like me, 
chafe at setting goals and I prefer to wing it. So anytime someone wanted to, you know, I went to a business meeting or a new marketing or, you know, new class, or especially as I was starting my business, you know, you always had to have goals. You always had to have plans. You always had to strive towards something. And as soon as I heard goals, I just kind of shut down and I need to do more exploring about what that trigger is all about. I know we've talked about triggers in the past and we'll be talking about them as the year progresses. And one of the things that really annoyed me was this one business marketing class I was taking. And, you know, once a month we were on a call or whatever the time frame was, I don't remember. But by the end of the call, everyone had to announce their BHAG, B-H-A-G. And what that stands for is a big, hairy ass goal. First of all, who thought of that? I mean, that is the stupidest name I have ever heard. You know, goals, fine. But, you know, why a big, hairy ass goal? That certainly doesn't want me, you know, doesn't make me want to embrace it at all. And goals for me and resolutions are always uh, resolute and you must and you have to and it's expected. And if you don't come anywhere close to, you have failed. Now, failure is not always a bad thing. But for me, setting goals was always, it made me not want to do it rather than do it. So when I came across setting intentions for the year and being open to what spirit and my own soul wisdom was going to guide me through, it's kind of like if I set a goal of getting a newsletter out every month and I didn't do that, well, I failed at my goal. Or if I set my resolution for the new year, I am going to set out a newsletter every month. And I didn't do that, usually by, you know, March. I have not met my New Year's resolutions. But if I phrased it as, it is my intention to reach out to my followers via newsletter every month. That takes the pressure off and gives me the opportunity to explore every month, beginning of the month, middle of the month, end of the month, doesn't really matter. Just once a month, just reach out, even if it's just a a short email. Now, for those of you who are on my newsletter list, you have noticed that I have not sent in a newsletter probably in the last three months. And for me, that's okay. It is my intention to send out a newsletter once a month. If I do that, great. If I don't do that, that's okay. It was an intention. Things get in the way. Other things happen. I've reached out and, uh, you know, for one thing, I've started this podcast, which I do every two weeks. So that's a big deal for me. It's not a goal. It's my intention to use a different media to reach out to those who are following me. And I appreciate that. So obviously, that's why setting intentions, I think, takes the pressure off, but it also gives you something to work toward, however that looks for you, not someone else's plan, not someone else's agenda. And 
one of the things that I have found or have become more aware of toward the end of the year, I always get inundated with, you must take this new class if you want to do X. And if you want to be successful, you have to take this class. And if you want to do this, you have to do that. You have, you know, it's on and on and on. And oh my God, if you don't sign up by December 31st, then the price goes up. And you know, how, you know, I'm sure we all get emails like that. And dare I say, invitations. <laughs> and I get it. But one of the things that I became aware of, which I found quite amusing, is I got this email and it was a year-long program of writing prompts and helping you to explore your story. Now, many of you know I've already written my inspirational memoir. I am currently writing a fictional memoir. More about that later. And I was like, oh, this seems really good. And let me look, you know, that would help me, you know, stay on track and just kind of work through the blockage that I, that I was dealing with. Let me look at this. And I went onto the website and I obviously I had to sign in because I apparently had an account and I noticed, and this started me laughing. I noticed I had purchased this program last year and I never did anything with it. So I just started laughing and I was like, okay. Didn't follow through on that intention, but it made me laugh that, you know, some of the programs do speak to me and I really do need to explore it more. So that is on my list of intending to do. And one of the things that I did explore and did sign up for is a program to explore, embrace, trust, and open up my own personal intuitive abilities. As some of you know, I do animal communication. And I've not put it out there as a business model. Just from what I can figure out, it's because I really want to help the animals and their owners or their caregivers rather than charge people. I came across a, a, a news article on a pet psychic and you know she's got a waiting list of a year and she charges multiple hundreds of dollars an hour and fine that works for her but for me it's how can I help the animal how can I help the human and give a better life to the animal take less stress off the human And I charge a nominal fee just because it does take up some of my time. But in this class, one of the things that I learned was you need to get out of the way and not try to analyze, which is a lot of what our, uh, you know, it's our human, you know, it's, it's we're hardwired to figure it out or make sense of something. So in my case, one of the things that I did, this was a few years ago. I had a friend who was in a car accident and she was in the hospital for a relatively long period of time and then went over to a transitional living center, ironically, exactly the same transitional living center that I was in when I was recovering from my traumatic brain injury. But she asked me to check in on Oscar, her cat, and, you know, just explain to him 
yet she didn't leave him. She's coming back, but, you know, obviously she hadn't been home in quite some time, quite a few weeks. So I did check in with Oscar and got a message from him, which, of course, I tried to analyze and make sense of. And when I was giving her the, this is uh, my good friend, Meredith, when I was giving her Oscar's message, she said, oh, Oscar, I said to her, I know you have someone, your girlfriend, Leslie, I know she goes over and takes care of Oscar and makes sure he has food and cleans the litter box and, you know, spends some quality cat time. I said, does she usually go with anyone? And Meredith said, I guess her son goes with her every once in a while, but not usually. I was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, what's his name? And she told me his name and I was somewhat confused. And I said, oh, well, I said, Oscar said to tell you that he really likes Lester. And she started laughing. And I said, does that make sense to you? And she said, oh, absolutely. Lester is my nickname for Leslie. Now, I would not know that. Oscar the cat knew that, but I would not know that. So by me trying to figure out what Oscar was trying to say, rather than just delivering the message, it's now that I'm, I'm, exploring this course, it's like, oh, okay, that's why I did that. Now it makes sense. Now I just deliver messages. I don't try to figure it out because it's going to make sense to the human or maybe not, but it certainly makes sense to the animal. And another, another time I was checking in with my girlfriend's dog and she had just moved in with her, her boyfriend who also had a dog. And her dog, Emma, said to me, I'm okay giving up my bed. Well, I immediately assumed that Emma slept with Lucy. And I just assumed that Emma would sleep with Lucy. And now that her boyfriend was there, that Emma was regulated to the floor. And I said to Lucy, I said, did you, you know, did Emma used to sleep with you? And she said, no, Emma has her own bed. She's always slept in her own bed. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's unusual. I said, Emma said she's okay giving up her bed. And I heard a gasp from Lucy. We were on the phone at the time. I heard a gasp from her and she said, oh my God. She said, my boyfriend's dog is older and he has taken over Lucy's bed. I said, well, apparently Lucy is fine with it, but I was trying to make sense of it. So with those two opportunities to learn, I was able to get out of my way. And now when I do animal communication, I just deliver the message. This is what they said. If it makes sense to you, great. If it doesn't make sense to you, that's okay too. So whatever your intention is for the year, and I can tell you that in the past when I have made resolutions, by March, I couldn't even tell you what they were. And with my shifting over to these are my intentions for the year, not only, as I said earlier, not only does it take the pressure off of you, but it also gives you the opportunity to explore different things that come up in the meantime or in between time or, you know, whatever it is that you're working on. As I said, my intention for myself for this year is to expand my intuitive abilities. 
have great connections with animals. I would like to expand that to spirits who have crossed, family members, and just open it up more. And it is my intention, for one, by taking this class, to explore that more and see where it leads. And by opening myself up to embracing my intuition, it's a benefit also to you guys because that will enable me to explore and have a deeper connection to my own soul wisdom, which is where our intention comes from. You know, if you do it in a positive light rather than a negative, I must lose 30 pounds. I resolve to quit smoking. I resolve to only have wine on the weekends. I resolve, you know, must, must, must. And it's all a negative connotation. And if you shift that by setting an intention, it is my intention to be at a healthy weight, whatever that is. Yeah, this is whatever is healthiest for me, not what society is dictating. It is my intention to be healthier and cut down on smoking. It is my intention to not want a glass of wine every night when I get home after work. What are some intentions that you can think of that you can put a positive spin on things rather than a negative? Resolutions for me always seemed to be getting rid of negative or doing negative or just focusing in on the negative rather than focusing on the positive and embracing it. And if you can set the intention to trust your intuition, just like I'm doing, set the intention to trust your intuition and embrace it as a tool for self-discovery and your own empowerment. So is it your intention to reconnect with your soul wisdom? And if that's your intention, then you are listening to the right podcast because we will be exploring that throughout the year. And it is my intention to bring you the best content I can. Now, there is going to be some things that you don't agree with. That's fine. It's a journey. Your journey is not my journey. So it's, you know, your intention to... It is my intention to be healthier. I'm getting older. I have to take care of myself. I don't have any children. So therefore, my husband and I need to take care of ourselves so that we can continue to take care of ourselves. And it's also because of that, because the fact that we do not have kids, you know, we need to look into what is that going to look like as we get older? Is there going to be a need to have an acquaintance or a niece or a nephew or someone look after our finances at some point? And as I I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I am currently writing my second book. It does not quite have a title yet, but it's a fictional memoir. And I think I made up that genre. And what it is, 
is my journey of how I continue to get older. And it opens up with me realizing that I am in an assisted living facility. I'm by myself. My friends and family have all gone. I have no animals, no critter companions, which are near and dear to my heart and a very, very important part of my life. And I look at the journey of how I got there. And the reason I'm doing this is I want to know what it's going to be like before I have to go through it. So when I do have to go through something difficult, the passing of my last horse or not ready to deal with this yet, but you know, the passing of my husband, Peter, who is very much alive, but I want to be able to say, oh, okay, I wrote about this, so I know what to do. I know it's going to be okay because I wrote about it until I'm in the assisted living facility. I know it's going to be okay because I've already written about it. So that's the the premise of my uh, second book, which I'm currently writing. So just, you know, to give you just something to think about until our next podcast is think about resetting your resolutions, if you have, and shift them into positive intentions. And I bet that makes all the difference. It did for me. And it's what I continue to do year in and year out. At the end of last year, I, uh, at the end of every year, I do a thing called looking, looking back, looking forward. And I take a few moments to go over all the positive things that happened. Or even if there was some trauma or tragedy, I survived it. And, you know, how proud am I of myself for doing that? And I look back over what happened. And then I look forward and think about what intentions I want to set for the next year. What can I do better? You know, it is my intention to be healthier. So currently I walk about a mile and a half with our two older dogs. Once they transition, I'm going to continue walking. Whether I have younger dogs to walk with or not, I'm sure I will because my house cannot be empty of animal energy. And I will continue to walk. I have cut down on portion size. I used to indulge in a cookie or two after dinner every night. I've cut that out. It's like, it's my intention to be healthier so that I can continue to live safely on my own as long as necessary. And Peter as well. He is my collateral damage for my healthy, my shift to healthiness, but he doesn't complain. We take good care of each other and we have for 31 years. So think about your intentions. Think about what you have said as a resolution and can you shift those? If just take a piece of paper and, you know, write down your resolutions and then take a few minutes and say, okay, instead of, you know, I'm determined to have 12 new clients every month. How about it is my intention to do whatever I can to have a successful business and to serve my clients as best I can. That's my intention. What's yours? So that concludes our episode for today. 
I want to thank you for tuning in to Soul Wisdom Transitions. And remember, as you navigate to the twists and turns of life's transitions, trust in the wisdom of your soul. Embrace the lessons, honor the growth, and always remain open to the guidance that comes your way. Until we convene for our next soul-stirring conversation, may you continue to blossom into the highest version of yourself. Embrace the beauty of your journey and always be guided by the whispers of your soul. Stay tuned for more soul wisdom on Soul Wisdom Transitions. And until next time, take care, stay curious, take a look at those intentions, and keep flowing with the rhythm of your soul. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Soul Wisdom Transitions. I hope you found value in today's episode. If you enjoyed the content and would like to support my podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and suggestions are essential to my growth and improvement. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, you can reach me at terry at beginagainranch.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay updated on future episodes and exclusive content. Remember, Your soul wisdom is your power. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep shining your light through life's transitions. Until next time, this is Terry, your soul wisdom guide, signing off for now, and may your journey be filled with boundless soul wisdom.